You're listening to The One Relationship, where we believe a strong marriage is the foundation for successful families, communities, and cultures. I'm Kate. And I'm Tanner. We're your hosts, and we've each had our share of unhealthy relationships. When we met, we committed to not repeat the mistakes of our past, so we set out to learn everything we could about creating a rock-solid marriage. Join us every week as we bring you real talk from our experiences, other married couples, and relationship professionals we trust. To start strengthening your marriage now, head over to theonerelationship.com and get access to our free marriage manifesto today. Welcome to The One Relationship. We're Kate and Tanner, and we're very excited today to have our special guests, Joel and Brianne Freeman. Joel is a Beachbody super trainer, creator of 10 Rounds and Live Four, also co-creator of Court of Force. Brianne, married to Joel now for a few years. It's been amazing to get to know you through this relationship. You are NASM Nutrition Certified Fitness Trainer, also have the Ultimate Girl's Guide ebook, which I love as uh, you're helping women get healthier and more fit. Amazing. You are like the fitness couple of the decade, and we are so thrilled to have you guys here a part of the show. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. I love uh, this story because as we were talking about you guys coming on and being a part of this, uh, I recognize that through uh, my radio career, Joel, we became friends common thread of rock music, which is awesome. But then what was so special is that you chose an, a, a time, a trip to come to New York and propose to Brienne on the rooftop of my apartment building. <laughs> and I'm like, that's just awesome. And it's been really cool to see your relationship grow over the years. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, it's, it's definitely our friendship, yours and my friendship has come full circle, I think, over the years. And then we brought in Brienne, we brought in Tanner. Yep. <laughs> you know, and it's worked out for all of us, I'd say. <laughs> it really has. And, uh, and, and I, and I want to actually start from, from there because we both as friends knew like, okay, we were at different paths in our lives. We wanted different things. We were working on different things. And ultimately we both got married roughly around the same time. So we're, we're kind of married around the same amount of time. Um, how did you guys know that you wanted to get married? Why did you want to get married? Do you want to start? Uh, okay. So, I mean, I always, I always want to get married once, you know, that's, that's, I think we all, for a lot of times, you know, you grow up, you're like, okay, let's do, you know, do the thing, do the deed. So, um, but over the years of relationships and, and everything like that, you know, you, you, you find out through former relationships and I don't want to say failed, you know, failed past relationships, but former relationships, you find out what you don't want. And I think that's more important uh, than anything of, you know, saying, well, I want this. We all want that until, or you think you want that until you get it. And all of a sudden you get it and you're like, ah, it's not what I really wanted. So uh, I think it was what, what was the best timing for me. And I think Brianne as well was the fact that we didn't, you know, we didn't get married young. Uh, we didn't meet young. We didn't meet till we were in our early thirties. And mm -hmm. by that point we had both figured out uh, what we didn't want. So coming into the relationship, yeah. it was, it was really easy and simple for us because we knew instant like i knew instantly i'm like all right this girl checks all the boxes uh in a lot of regards and but at the same time then you know surpasses any expectation that's obviously you know what you're hoping for you never know if you're going to get it so that was and i had never been married before obviously been in relationships so yeah that for me it was just like it was pretty uh, it was pretty evident pretty quickly in our dating that i was like yeah this i'm going to keep this one <laughs> 
Yeah, I, w- I want to agree because I mean, I have a little bit of a different story in background. I was actually married when Joel and I initially met. Um, and it, but it's, it goes back to the same story is through that marriage, I knew what I really didn't want. Um, you know, obviously unhappy marriage and I ended up getting divorced and then, you know, we hooked up after after all of that for the record to clarify (laughs) right Uh, like for the record i hit on her a lot when she was married i didn't know she was married at the time and then so that's why she never hit on me back yeah and then eventually i saw her again and hit on her and then she was single then she hit and then she totally totally was uh was she couldn't she couldn't resist the freeman charm at that point (laughs) i totally couldn't (laughs) like i agree with joel like it was just like once we got together, like I just knew from my previous relationship, he was the one, so. Yeah, and and I've said that numerous times uh, as well, dating, and even just things in life in general, you figure out what you want by what you don't want, you know? And I, I did it with career, and I did it with relationships, and, uh, and sometimes, you, you know, we shouldn't actually, we should give ourselves grace through all of that and recognize like, yeah, we're going through all of these things to learn, about ourselves and to learn about what we what we want and what we don't want in life and and within relationships. So now you get together, you get married. It was a beautiful beach wedding. Thank you for the invite. And we we weren't able to make it, but the pictures are just so beautiful and so special to see uh, you guys, you know, married. When you got together and you started building your life together, um, when did you realize though that it's not all sunshine and rainbows? Like marriage takes work. So you guys are together now. How do you, how do you figure that? Or maybe you totally have a different story around that as well. I feel like we have a different story. Yeah. I feel like, like we don't really have arguments. Like we really, we get along and I think that communication is just important and yeah. we don't hide anything. I mean, Joel is really, really good at communicating and pretty, pretty upfront about everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's very honest. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, again, I think it goes back again to where we both came out of, you know, she came out of a a marriage, uh, and I came out of relationships where it was, it was that where you were unhappy because there wasn't a communication or you were scared to communicate because of, of what the reciprocation might be or the consequences of that. So I think that's, you know, for us, that's why, one of the reasons why we, we just, we knew pretty quickly because it was the compatibility was, was so it was just so easy. It was so good. And it's one of those things where it's like, when you start, when you kind of go and you look back at it, there wasn't a struggle. There wasn't a, um, anything that we had to work against for us to be together. It just, all the piece, it was, you know, just Tetris, like pop, 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 pop. It just fell into place so easily. And, you know, from, from, from the engagement on your rooftop, like that, that in itself, it was just, it was so easy. It worked out. We happened to be going there for your birthday thing. And they're like, that was perfect. And then we did your rooftop. And then remember the door was locked and you freaked out. I'm like, no, we're good. And then you found the other door to the roof that was open. And then that was, that's kind of been the story of our life. It's like, if we've, you know, we've run in, if we run into a locked door, we're like, all right, there's gotta be another one that opens. And that's legitimately, literally what we've done over the years. It's like where we've, you know, we've just been really good in having conversations of obviously career choices. Both of us are doing something completely different mm-hmm. now than when we met. Uh, and we've had those conversations and, and we're like, you know, it, 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 we're like, 
what's the worst that could happen? Let's try it. And <laughs> we've done that. And, and I, because of that, I think we're just, we're both so easygoing and relaxed about it because of all those things that we've done. Yeah. So it is always sunshine and rainbows. For us. It really is. Yeah. Well, you also live in California. So, I mean, maybe that was <laughs> I mean, a yeah, that You know, we get the sunshine from California <laughs> weather and, um, you know, and then we get mad if we get bummed out because we got three days in a row of clouds and we go to Mexico. I don't know. <laughs> uh, always an open door somewhere, a road yeah. to go. I think it also goes back to, we also knew, I knew for sure um, when I moved back down to LA before I met Brianne, uh, you know, that was in my late 20s, it was 29, 30. And it was an opportunity for me and not a lot of people get the opportunity to start fresh at that age. And I, and I legit started fresh. If it didn't fit in my car, I sold it, I gave it away rented a room when I got down here and met that person on the way down. Like I, I, I just completely started over. And from that day, I was like, okay, if it doesn't make sense, if it doesn't make me happy, if it doesn't work, I'm not going to do it. And that's kind of been our motto ever since. If we, if it's not something that we don't feel is going to benefit us in our, our, our marriage, our life or happiness, we move on past it. It doesn't matter if it's a thing or a place or a person. I mean, there's people that we don't even associate with anymore because we realize they're like, they're not helping us in any way. And if it's a one-sided coin from that regard, then we're like, we're moving on. Yeah. And I think that's actually a really great point that you bring up because I, I was going to sort of ask sort of this follow-up since you have this compatibility that's working so well. And a lot of couples don't have that. There's, there is friction. They're coming from different places in their life and they're not really having uh, um an easy time having a, a, a communication line. So to know that you both are on the pa on the same page of like, if this isn't going to uh, not so much benefit us in in the selfish way, but if it but if we're if we're going to take away from what makes us a strong couple, uh, then we're going to choose to go a different way. And it's actually really okay with that. And to let go of friends who may not be serving you so well, that are the black cloud in your life, like you can let them go, it's okay. And, uh, and I think people just really struggle with that. I've, uh, I've gotten people very upset with me because I'm like, they're a black cloud in my life and I have to let them go. And um, not everyone can do that. So uh, I think it's just a really important thing to just for people to know that it's okay. It's okay to do that and, and be able to keep moving forward. And I don't, see any problem with it with being selfish a little bit i really really don't i mean that's you when you and i know there's always and we've we've had you know people say oh it was easy for brianne because she didn't have kids i was like you know what i've been i was in a relationship where there were kids involved and and, and my ex-girlfriend she left her husband because she wasn't happy and and the kids were just fine my my parents split when i was a baby and i lived my entire life with divorced parents like it sucks but I can't imagine my parents being together for as much as they, as, cra as much crap it was talked about them apart. I can't imagine them being together and like seeing that misery as growing, growing up and seeing your parents miserable together, I think is way worse than seeing your parents apart happy. Happy, right. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And Tanner, Tanner's parents are divorced. You're divorced. Yeah. Same thing. And just, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I mean, I, I tell people like, I'm not a proponent of divorce, but I'm a proponent of happiness over anything else. Right. And so if you get to a point where 
it's like, hey, and, and, and this is kind of a common theme of like, there's one person in the relationship that wants to make it better, that wants to work on things, that wants to improve. And, you know, the other person, uh, usually the guy, I'll just say that, you know, doesn't. It's like, no, things are cool. And it's like, well, are you going to stay stuck and attached to that? Or are you going to continue to move forward and work on things? And if ultimately, like, that's what it leads to. Um, yeah, it sucks and it's hard, you know, whether you have kids or involved or not. And I'm sure Brianne knows like, but at some point it's also really hard to just stay stuck in a crappy relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So one, one of the things that, um, uh, you guys talked about and, and maybe, you know, I don't know that it's a challenge in, in your current relationship based on the last answer, uh, but trust and communication are like we've have over you know several hundred survey results about what people want to learn about on this show and a, I like literally trust and communication freaking popped off the screen from <laughs> from the spreadsheet and it's just like communication communication miscommunication mistrust and so like i'd like you guys just to talk about that you know if it's you know something from your current relationship or maybe what you experienced in your past relationships not being able to communicate and not being able to tr uh, trust and like, let's just talk about the, the, the importance of those two topics. I, me personally, like going back to my previous marriage, there was a lot of trust issues. Okay. And that was a huge wedge in our relationship. That was really what drove us apart was the trust issues. Um, and I've always said, like, since Joel and I are back together, if he doesn't give me reason not to trust him, I have no reason not to. So I know that we have very good trust between us. Like I, I've never had a reason not to trust you. So I, whatever he says, you know, he wants to go out with the boys, you know, on a trip to Colorado and yeah, go do it. Do right. it makes you happy. Like I don't, I would never not trust right. unless you gave me a reason. Exactly. Yeah. I think there's, there's that, that's, that's, that's definitely number one is like, you know, everybody has, I've said the same thing. Like I'll trust anybody until you give me a reason not to. Um, and you know, like always, you always want to go into it with the best of intentions. So I think from a marriage standpoint, there's two sides of that. That's the first side of it is, is saying, look, you have my trust until you give me a reason not to. But I think the other thing is then there's just also comes from a, a place of, uh, insecurities where the trust issues have actually nothing to do with the person who's involved with it actually as the person that says, I don't trust you. And there's right. those insecurities there. So I think there's a lot of that. And the reason we don't have those is because we're both very secure in ourselves. We're both very secure in our marriage. And um, just the fact is, you know, in, in taking into account what my job is and what I do, you know, usually pre-COVID and what it will go back to eventually is, you know, traveling and being around tons and tons of women that want my picture and autograph and all that craziness. And Brianne knows that that is, that's a job that has nothing to do with anything else except for a job. She's the one that tells me to take my shirt off in front of them to get more people. <laughs> She's like, people will like you more, take your shirt off. Yeah. But because she knows I'm coming home to her at night and it has nothing to do with anything else but the mm -hmm. job. So I think that it comes from a lot of sense of insecurities as well. Um, because if you're, true. yeah, because if you're not secure true. with yourself and you don't feel good about yourself, then you're gonna be like, well, if I don't feel good about myself, then they definitely don't want me or feel good about me. Yeah. So I think that definitely is where the trust comes in. The communication, it, I don't think there's a secret to communication. I think you just need to, um, for lack of a better way to say, you just need to sack up and have the conversations. Mm -hmm. And as a guy or a girl, I don't care who it is, and just not be afraid. So if something bugs you, so the, our communication mm -hmm. is great because if something happens, 
I'll be like, wow, that was messed up. Or she'll be like, wow, that was messed up. And we'll mm -hmm. talk about it. And then we're done in like 10 minutes. <laughs> like, then that's it. Yeah. So it, it's just and not letting it stew and boil. And then because it, 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 it compounds it, on Oh each my other. God. Because then the crock pot explodes and it's over, you know, leaving the toilet seat up when it really had nothing <laughs> to do with that. But it was something from a year and a half ago. Remember last time in 2019, you pissed? Like, that's, that's what usually happens. Yeah. And then using absolutes, Tanner made me very aware of absolutes. You always do this. You never do that. And it's like, well, but is it really Ooh. always or never? Like, you know, and, and you know, but, it, but because of a certain, you know, couple of times that it's an issue and it's never brought up, it becomes like, the right. infinite and, and, and infinite yeah so yeah you get you get recency syndrome which yeah. is like the thing that pisses me off right now is something you always do yeah. and i'm just pissed off about it and i think i think you bring up another good point which i've experienced in the past and like you know i don't know that we really have a rule around this but like we like physically are not able to go longer than 12 to 24 hours with something like bubbling between us you know we, with kids in the house and stuff like it's not always the best time to have the conversation right then. Uh, but if we go to bed or something is stewing, like by the next morning, we're like, okay, so we need to talk about this, right? Mm -hmm. Like clearly some, like we need to adjust something here. But I think what you said, Joel, is something I've experienced, uh, something I still experience uh, with my ex-wife, which is like stuff coming out of the closet from like five years ago. And I'm like, what, like what? You know, and it's like, well, because of this, and then that thing happened, and don't you remember in 2015? And I'm like, no, you know, I, I don't, right? Like, <laughs> I, I don't remember that stuff. Um, and I, I think, you know, part of the, actually not part of, the premise of the one relationship and the concept for the, the show and what we're about is the fact that um, you only have one relationship, which is the relationship with yourself that you then project on to everyone and everything else in your life. And so like you guys just like hit it spot on with the fact that lack of trust issues with communication are about your own self-confidence, your own security. And uh, we, we just project that on, on the other person. So I don't think, uh, I don't think this is going to be a hard question for you. <laughs> Um, but how do you guys keep your marriage fun? Like, what are the things that you do uh, to, to feel like marriage is still fun? I mean, our marriage is, it, our life is a vacation. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's kind of what we, that's kind of, that's kind of what the goal was, was to make vacation just a part of life. Like, it doesn't feel like, because everyone's like, oh man, enjoy your vacation. We're like, this is just a Tuesday. <laughs> uh, for us that's kind of that's what it is and there's you know there's times where there's time you know and, and I have, you know one of the best jobs in the world but there's times where I'm you know for I'm doing a new program like this last one 10 rounds I mean that was a solid year and some time of just non-stop of you know grinding hard uh and working and then we get you know then after it launches we get some time like we do right now where I have you know a good solid months of not a lot going on so we you know we make sure we take advantage of that and go we, and traveling is something that neither one of us got to do a lot and up until this point we got to do a few things here and there but now we want to travel and we do it together and um so that's that's what we do and we have our things you know so we have those things and then we have the things that we like to do separate and then we have the things that we like to do together yeah yeah i mean so it was, it's about finding the things you like to do together 
and doing them and enjoying every second of it. I mean, that's. Yeah. So even if it means we're just literally laying in the backyard um, in the sun, but we're out there and we're, and we're so, we're both so happy doing that. That's like, that's, that's bonding for us. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is, and one of our other guests talked about like the intentionality, like you guys have created a life and you had goals and a direction and intention on what you wanted. And you're like, you're walking that out. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Were you always like that? Like, did you always have that direction for your life or where did that come from? I don't think so. I think, I mean, before, like pre us, it was just day to day, just trying to get through the day. Yeah. And somehow like once we got together, like our goals, our values, everything aligned so well. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know, like we don't even have to like talk about it. Like it just, there wasn't, yeah, it was weird. There wasn't a lot of, uh, we didn't like sit down and say, okay, what are our goals together? Uh, it just kind of happened because when we were so, because everything matched up so well as Brianne said. And, and, but yeah, before that, I've told Brianne this before too. I'm like, if I met her in my twenties, we probably wouldn't have gotten together or been together very long because like I was useless in my twenties. I was completely useless. I was figuring it out. I had no idea. I was, I, you know, and every time I thought I had it figured out, then, you know, reality gave me a big old slap across the face or something else happened. So I think, but I think it, that was its way of saying, no, that's not it. That's not what you're, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. That's not going to work out for you. So, um, you know, and all those choices that you think were crap or a bad choice or bad idea, then it's, you know, it's led us to where we are now. So you can't be mad about it, but it was definitely, it was not always like that. And, but until then, when we, then when we got together and we started, you know, seeing everything and how much we were aligned, it was also just being like, you know what, if it doesn't work, we're just gonna pivot 180 and not worry about it. And I think that's the big thing of, we also have both been in a place of financial ruin um, and no money and no credit and, you know, dead end job and not a lot of money in the bank, like all those things. We've both been in those places where you felt, we both felt not together, but separately felt uh, very, um, you know, had stuck. stuck in despair, all those things. So I think because we've both been there separately, we both knew coming in this, like, we don't want to ever feel that again, uh, much less together. And so we yeah. just made sure to continuously grind the other direction. Every, every financial decision that we make supports that we don't ever want to feel those feelings again right. of, of being strapped for money or, you know, because that puts that puts huge stress on a marriage is, yeah. is that. So that that's obviously very important to us and continue to do. And when we got together, we, I mean, when we got together, we had no money. So, yeah. you know, that's why we, you know, we always talk about, we look back and we live in a little one bedroom apartment together that, you know, is, is like the size of our dining room now. <laughs> I feel like it's about this size. And, um, but it, we made it work and we had fun. We enjoyed it. We, and then slowly but surely, we've just, you know, we've, we've, we've continued to grind and go that other direction and make sure we never feel that again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, you've touched on this in, in various ways through, through our conversation, but to, to sum it up, what would you say is, is the, the biggest lesson, the number one uh, lesson you, you would say that is most valuable in a relationship that you've learned in your journey to where you are today? I say one word trust. Really. Yeah. That's trust is you. That that's what it comes down to. Yeah. 
podcast. I think, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, for I, I could definitely see because from her previous relationship and stuff, trust, obviously, um, I didn't have, you know, I didn't have trust, a lot of trust issues in my previous relationships or wasn't that, but it's definitely communication for me um, where I was scared to have those hard conversations uh, and would let time go by um, longer than it needed to before I had it. And then that was kind of one of my things when I came, my movement down here, I was like, all right, dude, you got to have those hard conversations. You got to, you got a man up here, woman up, whatever, um, and have them. And I did. And, you know, and even before Brienne and Brienne knows these stories of dating someone that, uh, she was a very great person. And, but I knew that it wasn't, I didn't want it to go any further. And so I just, it was having that hard conversation be like, look, you're great. You're just not for me. And that's not an easy conversation to tell someone because that's not usually how people break up. And, you know, later on that person, much later, like six months later, a year later, finally came to me and said, thank you for being honest. Because, you know, that day she didn't think I was honest. <laughs> she thought I was full of shit. But, uh, you know, now they saw, it's like, it's, it's so, it's hard to have those conversations and, and that communication at the beginning, but man, it's so much easier than doing it in the long run. It really is because that will only make it worse. Waiting, waiting. Uh, an old friend of mine said, and I thought this was really great advice, that when you go into a difficult conversation, usually the person you're going to need to talk to uh, will be on the defense, right? It's not going to be an easy conversation and there'll be some type of upset. But when you, uh, and certainly a breakup is a slightly different scenario, but um, in talking about couples and marriages, when, uh, when one person can come and say, hey, this isn't going to be an easy conversation, um, but I want to have it and I want to find resolution. And then automatically can take the other person off the defense to just say, okay, like, you know, let's talk. It's going to suck, yeah, but, yeah. but I want to find resolution. I want to find a solution to this. And I've used that over the years. And I just, uh, uh, I just thought it was such sound advice and it has worked in past relation, you know, past friend, whatever relationship it was, friendships or uh, you know, someone I was dating, uh, I've done, you know, we've done it together. Like I've said, <laughs> said that to you in the past, like, you know, this isn't easy, but I want to find resolution. So let's, let's hash it out and figure it out. And, um, and I, and I think it's just really important. Communication is something that we, we uh, have built in as our non-negotiable for our, our relationship. And, uh, and it's definitely the, the, the big thing that people are really looking for guidance on. So, um, thank you, Joel and Brianne, for coming on and being a part of the one relationship with us. You can check out Joel and Brianne online on socials at Joel Freeman Fitness and at Brianne Freeman. Uh, thank you so much for being here and just helping us with the one relationship. And hey, have fun vacationing your life. <laughs> Thank you, guys. And please go donate to Mustache for Mentors from Joel's page because he has this um, very attractive uh, fur strip growing on his face. But uh, he he wants to. Uh, from, from, from catcher. That's right. That's right. What's the What's the goal for the for the fundraising? Well, we're I mean we're going big. We're going for a million. Um, you know, and and the big thing that we want to share with everybody and really showcase is the fact that we're. It doesn't take a lot of money from a lot, a few people. It takes, we get a lot of people involved, 200,000 people, which isn't a lot in the grand scheme of things, it's five bucks. You get five bucks from 200,000 people, that's a million dollars. So we, we, what we're doing is just really trying to get people to share that message. Um, 
So that's, and we're doing good so far. So, but yes, uh, the mustache is itchy. I would love to shave it at some point and, uh, or I have to go to my second job, which is going to be trying to be a Super Mario brother. That's awesome. Halloween's coming. Mustache <laughs> for mentors. I know that's on Joel's uh, Instagram and uh, I'm sure Brianne will be sharing it too, to, uh, to hurry up at that process. So uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, it's been a real pleasure uh, having you guys on. Thank, thank you, you guys. Yep. Thanks for listening to this episode of The One Relationship. Be sure to subscribe right now. And we'd love it if you could do us a quick favor too. Please rate and review this podcast. This will help others who want to strengthen their marriage discover our content. To get our free marriage manifesto today, head over to theonerelationship.com. And while you're there, we'd love to hear from you. Just hit the Contact Us button and send us your questions and feedback. Join us next time for more Real Talk on The One Relationship.